Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perigen and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perigen, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm good, Wells. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited. You know, today is the first episode. Um, We decided before to, we start recording that we were going to call this Season 2, Episode 1, because this is our first basketball um, episode. Um, you know, been busy with football the past few weeks, and now that conference play starts on Saturday, we decided it was kind of kind of time to switch gears, especially with both all the SEC teams out of the the playoff picture. Um, uh-huh. I think. We're, <laughs> sorry, Jacob, that was a little, little low blow. Uh, um, okay. Sorry, it happened. Uh-huh. So I think what we're gonna do is just um, kind of similar to what we do with football. We're gonna give our SEC predictions. Um, this is just straight SEC predictions, not maybe where we feel like the team might be as far as like tournament rankings because non-conference plays in a factor in that this is just how we figure SEC play finishes right Jacob is that how we're going to do this yeah just how they kind of do an SEC play out of 18 18 SEC games yeah this is how we have this is how we think the seating will be for the SEC tournament because right. that's only on yeah I think that's a good way to explain it yeah. all right Jacob do we should we go down there and do our list at a time or do we want to try and I think this? I think what we should do is what we could do is we could start out let's go Kind of, I go or you go. You have your number one team. I have my number one. You two, two, like back and forth like that. And then I think we could tear them at the end. Okay, that works for me. Um, number one for me then is Kentucky. Um, it's hard to, you know, for a long, long time. Whenever you thought, as our childhood, whenever you thought SEC basketball, Kentucky was the only name that came up. I mean, really, nobody else was really relevant. Um, so I, I like Kentucky. I think they've, you know, they lost that one game to us at UNC Willington or something like that. Yeah. But they've they've looked strong. They have some home wins. I mean, they've got some wins versus North Carolina and some like that. So I think Kentucky's going to be the number one team. Yeah, I've got Kentucky at my number one too. Um, had a really good win against Miami earlier in the season. Um, lost to Kansas only by five, and obviously that one loss to Wilmington. But, um, dude, Antonio Reeves is he's the real deal. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, Reed Shepard, really good. So, um, I got Kentucky as my number one team. I think I think they're the most complete team. All right. I mean, I, I agree. All right, number two is um, Tennessee for me. Um, Tennessee came close to doing number one, but then I turned around and I looked at who they've played so far. Um they got decent wins versus Wisconsin, Syracuse, and Illinois. But their top dog teams that they've played, they've all they've lost to Purdue, Kansas, and North Carolina. So they played a really tough non-con schedule, and they really just haven't got it done versus none of the um, you know, I guess blue blue bloods might be a way to describe that. So I think I'm gonna say Kentucky to a close or Tennessee a close two to Kentucky. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you the same way. Um, you know, Vescovy's back. So they have some experience, and like you said, the tough non-conference, I think, is going to kind of make them ready for what the gauntlet, I guess you could say, of the SEC is. Mm-hmm. All right, Jacob, go ahead and do your three. So at three, I have Alabama. Um, I, I think it's kind of the same way with Tennessee is, you know, you have the tough, the really tough non-conference games. I um, think they easily could have beat Purdue maybe should have beat Purdue if they don't go cold in the second half. Um, Arizona played a really, really sloppy second half against that team, a really good team. And then um, Creighton had them on the ropes too. So I think that experience against those really – I mean, I think they were all ranked in the top five when we played them. So um, 
think that experience is going to have them ready for SEC play. I could see them maybe going 14 and four, maybe. So something like that. But I have them at three, a little just behind Tennessee. Okay. I say I'm going to go. Maybe just our, you know, our bias is going through. I'm going to take Auburn. Um, I think Auburn's a really complete team. Um, they've won a lot of games. They now when they scheduled their non-conference, I think they expected it to be a little more tougher than this team's played out. I mean, you expected everybody had US, um, US, USC as a really good team, really talented team, but you know they're just not playing really well as a team. You know, that's a two different thing: being a talented team and being a good team. Um, then you turn around and if you Indiana down here, down here, um, Virginia Tech, decent opponent, but none of them have really like lit the world on fire. Although they say they they were supposed to play Notre Dame, they did play Notre Dame in Brooklyn, and Notre Dame beat Virginia the other day. Now whether Virginia is in a in a down year or not kind of thing, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I have Bama at four. I think these yeah, I think these two are gonna be a game of part part in conference play, and it could come down to the final weekend of which one is the three and which one's the four. Um, but I, I do think these are the four teams that are gonna have the what is it double buy in the SEC tournament. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna take, like I said, I take Bama at four next, just because I think Bama's style play will lose them a few games. Maybe they that they shouldn't lose, but it's also gonna win them some games. It's gonna be to Kentucky. It's gonna be a kind of Tennessee when you're just flying high. And, you know, the buckets as wide as this queen bed I'm sitting in, or when like some games, it's just you're trying to shoot it into a red solo cup. You know, it's yeah. just how that's how the three pointed game is. So that's why I ha- that's the only reason I kind of because Auburn's doesn't necessarily rely on three, so I think that will translate just a little better of winning the games they should win versus winning losing and not losing the ones that they shouldn't lose. Yeah, I dude, I'm I'm kind of the same way with you. I have Auburn at four. Um, I think it's going to come down to like a final weekend, like you said. Um, one thing though, I just kind of taken away from the Auburn part at four, but the thing about Alabama's offense is if like even if they're not hitting the shots, they're still taking them. So, I mean, you're staying true to, like, who you've been, like your offense, regardless of the shots or, or not. So, I think I can credit that a little bit. But I think I think the one through four um, are all – me, we both have the same top four. So, I think those are going to be the four teams uh, that are going to have a couple of days of rest. And I really think they could all be interchangeable. I could see it to where any of these four are the one through four. So, um I think I think if you finish, to me, if you finish top top seven in SEC, you're a five or six. Yeah, yeah you're guaranteed tournament team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, five for me. I'm gonna take Arkansas, um, just because I think Musselman Musselman is a great coach. Um, you know, Arkansas is you know the past few years they haven't really been exceptionally well in SEC play. You know, they finished anywhere from that four to five, six seed right through there, but then they turn around and make the elite um, elite eight run. Um, you know, they've lost a few games at home, but then they turn around and beat Duke at home. Yeah. It's so like, I, I mean, I really just don't know what kind of Arkansas we're going to get, but I'm, I just had a respect to what they've done the past few years and how tough of an environment Bud Walton is. Probably, in my opinion, the the toughest opponent in the SEC. Um, I'm going to give Arkansas the five. Yeah, I have uh, I have A&M as my five. Um, really good, really good team. Uh, Wade Taylor's back, uh, kind of doing what he does. And then, um, Buzz Williams is always seem. It seems like that Texas A&M team is always like a tough team to play. It doesn't matter when you play them, where you play them. So I have them at the five, and then to counteract it, I think me and you are just kind of flip flopping. I have Arkansas at my six. Um, 
I think, you know, like you said, really good team. What Musselman's done, you kind of got to respect it. But it's just you don't know what Arkansas you're going to get. So um, I think maybe A&M will. I have them finishing above them, of course, but I can see those two interchangeable as well. So Right. Yeah, and, and like we just – like you kind of um, prefix. I'm, I have A&M at, at six, too. Um, I honestly believe Bud, Buzz Williams is probably the most unrated coach in the SEC. Um, he's done a great job at A&M since they've hired him. Uh, he's actually had Bruce Pearl's number. Like, it's nobody's. Like, the one coach in the SEC that's had Bruce Pearl's number is Buzz Williams. Like, it's – they they ended Auburn's um, home winning streak two years ago. Then they beat him. I think they swept Auburn last year. So, I'm going to take A&M at the six. Um, then I'm going to go State at the seven. Um, State's done really good. They've got one of the best freshmen in the SEC playing for them. Um, they all, they also haven't been 100% yet. Um, I was doing some Googling. Is it to, to, It's Tolu, right? Tolu Smith? Yeah, Tolu. He, he's supposed to return to conference play. He's supposed to play Saturday. Yes. Um, and I think he's a all-SEC type player. So I'm going to give it, um, State the nod at seven. Chris Jan, really good job, coach. Yeah, so I have um, I have Ole Miss as my seven. Um you know, they're obviously 13 and 0, the only undefeated team left in the con- in the conference, right? Yep. So, I mean, they're I think they're a good team, um, but I think they're going to struggle a little bit just because I don't think the competition of who they've played is um just great. Now, they did beat I'm pretty sure they did beat a really good Memphis team. They did. So, um but Saturday is going to be Saturday is going to be a welcome to um, welcome to big boy basketball having to go to Tennessee. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think, I think they can win 12, 11, 12 games conference play. I think they can. So um, I'm going to have them at seven. Yeah. The- I have them. In, I have them at eight, Jacob. Um, like you said, it's don't, we're not, I'm not going to sell them short because going 13 and 0 in non-conference play, no matter who you're playing is pretty impressive. There's, there's some teams that have worse um, non-con stuff, but, but they're not 13-02. So I'm going to give Chris Beard his props for getting yeah. Alan Flanagan, um, all them. But I just – I kind of think it's a fraudulent 13-0, kind of like you said. So I think I think they're a tournament team, but I'm going to have them at the eight seed. Yeah. Uh, I was just about to mention Chris Beard and the job he's done. You know, all the the stuff that happened with him at Texas, you know, kind of get a, getting a chance for him to bounce back and kind of show what type of coach he is. Um, at eight, I have Florida. Um you know, right now they're kind of middle of the pack. I would say I wouldn't think they're ten and three. Um, they actually play Ole Miss in like the first two games, I think. So mm-hmm. um, I think I think they're a really good team. I know they beat uh, they beat a decent Michigan team. Um, lost to Baylor by four. So I mean, I think they have an opportunity to play well. So I'm gonna gonna give uh, I don't know the I don't I don't remember his name. It's not. I almost said Mike White, but that's not Mike White anymore. So yeah, it's um. He came from San Fran, Francisco. Yeah, I don't. Um, is, it, is it Golden? Is it less than Golden? Yes, yes, it's Golden. Todd Golden. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he's in kind of. I guess you can call it a bounce back season, but um, I think Florida be a seed. Okay. All right. Why don't you go ahead and give me your nine and ten, Jacob? Um, for me at nine, I have Mississippi State. Um, like you said, Tolu Smith is um supposed to come back this weekend. He is obviously a difference maker, but with even with him out, man, I think they they're they're eleven and two. Um, 
really good, really good win against Rutgers, who's always seeming to be pretty good. Um, so I mean, they did lose to Southern, so I mean, take that kind of as you want to, yeah. almost, almost like you said about Ole Miss, a fraudulent uh, thirteen and zero. But I mean, I think they can finish. They're usually Mississippi State's usually that nine or ten seed on uh, when the conference tournament starts because they're always seeming to play in that Friday morning or that Thursday morning game, which is usually the eight or nine seed. So um, I think they'll be right back, kind of middle of the pack again. Go ahead and give me your 10. Let's go ahead and start doing two at a time. Okay, I got you. Um, South Carolina is my 10. Uh, They play – obviously, they play Mississippi State this first weekend. But, I mean, they're, they're what, 12-1? and 12-1. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of – same type deal. Only loss came to Clemson, and it was by five. So, um, you know, just kind of middle of the pack again. But I think, I think conference play will get them a little bit. They have to. They have a few uh, tough tests on the road. So I think that'll kind of be where they get get got, as we would say. But um, kind of, I have South Carolina at my ten. Yeah. All right. So for my nine, I have South Carolina. Um, I'm gonna give props to the nine and nine or twelve and one. Only lost being two clips, and I think that's a good job. Um, I think right here, I think this nine seed is gonna be my bubble team. I think South Carolina at nine, and I'm gonna have Florida at ten. Are ter- t- teams that could possibly be tournament teams that are gonna be right there on the bubble. Um, Florida, I'm I'm drawing a blank on nobody's name. What was the tall white kid they had? Castleton. Uh, Castleton. Castleton's no there, no longer there. And last year he was pretty much their offense. Yep. And um, I haven't got to watch much of Florida. So just out of default to not having seen them a lot, I'm going to put them at the, the 10 seed. And then I'm going to take Missouri at 11 and Georgia at 12. Um, Missouri had a pretty good year last year. Um, I just don't see that really repeating that much. Um, and then UJ, Mike White, tough job. Um, he's done some good recruiting wins, but I just haven't seen him put it together in SEC play. So I'm going to give Missouri 11, Georgia 12. Yeah, I, I'm I'm flip-flop. I have uh, Missouri at uh, – I don't know. I have Georgia at eleven, Missouri at twelve. Um, I think Georgia can have a decent year, not too great, but I think Mike White, I think his year will be next year with all these recruits he has coming in. But Missouri without Kobe Brown kind of shows maybe who they or how much he meant to them last year. Um, I know Sean East is a Sean East is second is a really good player. Um, I know he gave Alabama some trouble last year, but you know. It's only when you only have a one man show and he's your point guard, there's only so much he can do. So I'm going to have Georgia at 11 and Missouri at 12. And then at 13 and 14, I'm pretty sure we have the both have the same thing. Um, LSU at 13 and Vandy at 14. Um, LSU, I mean, both teams aren't really that great. I know Vandy is definitely not. Um, <laughs> but LSU, LSU's, I mean, very, very low part of the SEC, in my opinion, just really, I mean, no really good wins in the non-conference. Uh, Wake Forest was a decent win, but, I mean, I just I, I just don't think they're the worst team in the SEC. And for me, Vandy is, man. They're just, I mean, five and eight, lost to Western Carolina at home. Uh, there was another one. They lost to Presbyterian at home. So, man, they're just, they're struggling this year. Jerry thinks that think stacks on the hot seat so um i mean they've out of they lost three in a row then won one then lost four so i mean they're just kind of 
they're really struggling right now. So I'm going to go with LSU at 13 and Bandy at 14. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think you summed it up pretty well. Um, it's just tough, you know. Once um, what was old buddy's name at uh that that was at LSU before this coach that got in trouble? Will Wade. Um, Will Wade. Uh, you know, he had that program looking good, didn't they? Play Alabama when Alabama won the tournament a few years ago. Yeah, three. They were the, we played them for their championship. Yeah. So um, you know, this unfortunately they, their coach kind of got a f- tough job, and then Vanderbilt, just like you said, it's unfortunately it's Vanderbilt. You know, 14th. Yeah. So all right. Next, I think we're going to go into like our um, thoughts on, you know, some awards that we think might happen. Um, I know we're going to probably try and go through this pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so for me, for coach of the year, um, I think I'm going to go with. So, I mean, it's a really tough, it's a really tough thing. But mm-hmm. I think if uh, I think it might come down to, I mean, Chris Beard, maybe. Maybe. Um, so all the, you know, normally the coach of the year is going to be a second round by in the SEC tournament. Um, right. And me and you really don't have any like, you know, well, great job teams. I mean, we, the, the top five, six teams we have, everybody has the top six teams. Yeah. So I think if Ole Miss definitely sneaks up into that five, six up seed, I think it could be Chris Beard. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with because I'm I'm kind of I think seven in my opinion might be I don't want to say the floor I think nine seeds is the floor for Ole Miss but I think they can definitely go higher so I'm gonna stick with Chris Beard regardless because it's hard to start undefeated regardless so I, I'm gonna give it to Chris. Uh you know it's hard it's um it's hard to not take your, you know, whoever's finishing your one or two seed. Yeah. Um, so I could at least see it being Barnes and Cal. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to throw a wild card just for the sake of doing it. I'm going to take Christian. Um, I have Christian as I have him at the seven seed. Um, just like you have Ole Miss at the seven. Yeah. So if they get one or two more up, I see it being, I see it being, I think both of them are, I, I think there's good betting odds if you were expect. So that's what I'm going to take. All right. Let's go ahead and do freshman of the year. You have your freshman in year, or do you want to you want to go to player? Well, you go ahead and do freshman, and I'll be thinking about it. All right, I'm gonna take um, Rod Dillingham, Kentucky. Um, you know, five star recruit coach Cal brought in. Um, he's averaging almost he's averaging 14.3 points a game through um, for well, the number six team in the country. Uh, that's a pretty good performance, and I think it's gonna come down. Actually, I think it's gonna be the two teammates, either him or DJ Wagner. Um, so I'm gonna give Rob the nod here. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna go with a Kentucky guy. I'm gonna go with Reed Shepard. Um, I think he's a. I, I think him and you know him and Rob obviously are both. They're both freshmen, but I mean, Reed has been having um been having a heck of a season. So, um, kind of having his his burst every now and then. So, I think he has an opportunity to maybe step in and be a great guy off the bench that could potentially be the best freshman in the conference. All right. Do you, do you want to go player or do you want to, um, do you want me to try to go? Yeah, you go ahead. All right. As much as this, you know, goes against what I want to say, I'm going to give it to Sears. I'm going to say Mark Sears player. And um, just because I think what he's got for Alabama to be good, Sears has to go. If Sears isn't getting you 15 points a game, I think Alabama might struggle a little bit. Um, Sears, what, what did he drop versus Purdue? Like 35, 40? Yeah. I think he was almost 40. So, um, and I just think he's probably one of the best point guards in the country and that he's going to get his almost every day. He's averaging 19 through non-con play, get some tough competition. So <laughs> as much as a pain to say me, Mark Sears, but my runner up would be, um, Vescovy from Tennessee. If I had to pick another one. So I'm going to go, but I'm going to go Sears. 
Yeah, I was actually going to – I think I'm going to go with Vescovy as my player of the year. Um, I think it may be kind of the same way for Tennessee. Um, he has to – I think he has to go for Tennessee to go. Um, but I would I would love to see um, Sears win it. <laughs> I think it'd be phenomenal. I think he – I mean, I think he is the – he's what makes – uh, Bama go for sure because I mean, he's he's if he's not scoring it, I think he's setting it up. So his his hand is always uh, in everything that Alabama does. So um, think I think we got some good we got some good predictions. Obviously, these are just predictions um, based off of what we have as the um, standing so far. So definitely probably going to be completely different from what we have, but. Uh, it's a step. Yeah, and I think we might just for the fun of it, halfway through con- um not uh conference play, might see how we look look back at this and then decide if we want to change our pick or <laughs> like so. I think that'd be something to look forward to. All right, I guess we're gonna go ahead and jump into pickums. Um, we're gonna we're gonna stick with our weekly schedule. So when we're gonna be picking these games, most of the time we're gonna be recording a Thursday or Friday for then the Saturday games and then the Tuesday Wednesday game. So Saturday first and Tuesday Wednesday. So the Tuesday Wednesday records and rankings will be different because AP poll comes out on Mondays. So if you're listening to this and maybe you didn't get to hear the Saturday episode but you're on like a Monday and the rankings don't line up, that's why. Um I think also the same reason spreads a little they don't put spreads out to the night before, um a few days before. So I think for the most part we're just gonna sit here and and go out, outright. So um first game of the uh is gonna be the uh, let me go ahead and preference like always, all time central. Um, Mississippi State, eleven two at South Carolina, twelve and one. Um, eleven a.m. CBS game, uh, first SC conference game. So I'm gonna take, I'm gonna go with State just because I took Christians to be my um, my coach of the year. So it's gonna be hard to be the coach here if you don't start one and zero. So give me Chris, uh, give me State to win. Yeah, I have State finishing at nine, South Carolina at ten. So um I think, you know, it could come down to a game like this. So I, and I think State's got a little bit more um I think State's a really good team, especially with Tolu coming back. I think they're gonna be a completely different team. All right. Let's do all right, next game. Uh number six, Kentucky, ten and two at Florida, ten and three. Um eleven AM or eleven thirty AM ESPN game. Um Kentucky. Uh, you know, Rod Dillingham, DJ Wagner, Reed Shepard. Um, they're just going to outmatch Florida. Um, Florida, kind of an underrated place to play. Um, they, they do their student section similar to Auburn does, length of the court, so it can get loud. But I just – I think Kentucky is going to be overpower them. Yeah, I think I think Florida is a really hard place to play. Um, I could see this one being close. I know Kentucky the past few years has – I don't want to say – I get, you could say struggled. I think they've kind of struggled a little bit um, as far as – so as far as playing at Florida. So – I'm going to go with Kentucky, but I think Florida can keep it close, maybe within like five, five or six. So uh, the next one we have is Georgia, who is 10 and three, or yeah, 10 and three at Missouri, who is eight and five, um, 12 p.m., 12 p.m. SEC network. Um, I have Missouri winning this one, um, just being at home, maybe get a, just a jump start on the season. Hopefully, hope they can prove me wrong if they want to listen to what I have to say about mm-hmm. them. Maybe they can prove me wrong, but what do you have? Um, I'm gonna take UGA. Um, I struggled on this one. Uh, you know, bottom tier SEC teams, in my opinions, based off our predictions. Yeah. Um, but I like Mike Mike Wright. Uh, Mike White, sorry, Mike, Mike White. Um, and I just think 
I think UGA is just going to get the job done in Missouri just because Como is just not exactly the hardest place to play. And um, Missouri's kind of struggled a little bit in non-conference play. And their records look better. And I haven't yet to watch any of them play yet. So give me UGA. Yeah, I mean, it might be not tough. It might not be tough for y'all, but for University of Alabama, it has been the toughest place to play, um, I think, in the history of toughest places to play. Hmm. So uh, the next one is uh, number 25, Auburn, who is 10 and 2 at Arkansas, um, who is 9 and 4. So 1 p.m. tip on ESPN 2. What do you have, Wells? I'm going to take Auburn. Um, And this is probably my hardest one to pick, honestly, of all the the games played. I've already said Bud Walton, my toughest place to play. Um, when they start calling the Hogs with 20,000 in a closed arena, gets pretty loud. Um, last time Auburn came up there, they were number one. Arkansas knocked them off, stormed the court, and all that. Camped out two or three days. You know, we Auburn invented camping out, but Arkansas decided to adopt it. Um, I just, I'm going to take Auburn just because I just think Auburn's more complete right now than Arkansas might be. Um, if this game was at um, Neville, I definitely think Auburn would, uh, would probably be able to handle this one pretty well. Um, I will say, though, Auburn shot th- this three really well the other night versus um, Penn, which means we're going to go up to Bud Walton and go 0 for 20 with them night balls. But uh, give me the Tigers. What do you think the difference maker is for Auburn? I want to – Chad Baker Mazar. I'm going to tell you, I think, I think there's – Bruce Pearl has said multiple times that we don't have a starting five. We have a second five. And he said that's good and bad because, one, you don't have the ta- the layout, um, talent drop off when the next group comes in. But at the same time, you don't have that guy. You know yep. what I'm saying? So, And I think that guy for Auburn is going to have to rotate. I don't think they're going to have anybody, like, in my opinion, Sears is for Alabama as far as, like, point scoring-wise. Um, I think Chad Baker-Mazar is – he comes off the bench, Auburn six-man. Plays the three, um, and I just think his game is really nice. He loves; he's a high flyer, and he likes the mid range. Um, so I'm going to take Ar- uh, Auburn. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Arkansas. Um, tough place to play for Auburn. So, um, Bud Walton's always a tough place to play. So we're going to kind of fire these off because um, we're kind of running a little bit low on time. But uh, <clears throat> the next one we have is Alabama, who's 8-5 and five at Vanderbilt, who is 5-8, and eight, uh, 2.30 tip on SEC Network. Um, I'm going to go with Bama, even though uh, Memorial Gymnasium is cursed. Uh, tough, Such a tough place to play, but Vandy's not really that good. Um, so I'm going to go Bama. Yeah, there's no I have no I have no doubt in my mind that Bama's going to win this game. Um, You know, backdrop the way, like, you talked about more of the way it's built is tough, but I'm going to take Bama. I mean, they're just way better. All right. Next is probably the game of the, if you look on rankings, the game of the day, but I kind of actually don't think so. I think Auburn Arkansas is a better game just because we said Ole Miss is flagrant. You know, whatever. Uh, number, yeah. Number 22, Ole Miss, 13 0. At number five, Tennessee. Tennessee's 10 and 3, 5 p.m. SEC Network kick. Um, I think Tennessee's going to run them off the court, Jacob. I do. I think it's a 20 point win. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be close either. Um, Maybe kind of give Ole Miss a punch in the face and kind of show them, hey, maybe maybe we're, Chris Beard can say, hey, we're not we're not maybe as good as we thought we were. So mm-hmm. I think Tennessee's gonna kind of set reality for them. All right, last game on Saturday, um, number or LSU eight and five um, is going to A and M. A and M is nine and four. It is a seven thirty p.m. SC Network game. Um, I'm gonna take A and M. Um, I don't think LSU's that good. I think Wade Taylor is the difference maker. Um, he's going to score 25, so give me A&M. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with A&M, too. I was just going to say Wade Taylor is going to be the difference, 20-plus. So, give me A&M. So, uh, Tuesday's games start at 6 o'clock. Um, we have Missouri, who is 8-5, and five, at Rupp against number 6 Kentucky, who is 10-2, and two, um, 6 p.m. tip. I'm going to go with Kentucky. Um, like, I don't, I don't think Missouri – I have Missouri as one of my bottom four. And I think they can keep it close because there's been some teams going to going to Kentucky um, in more recent years that have kind of given them a tough uh, go at it. But I think Kentucky ultimately wins. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, first conference game for ten, um, Kentucky at home. I think the fans will show up, um, all the coal miners. So <laughs> give me uh, Kentucky to win. Yeah, so the next one we have is South Carolina, who is twelve and one, um, coming to Tuscaloosa to play Alabama at eight and who is eight and five, um, six PM tip on the SEC network. I'm gonna go with Bama. Um think South Carolina is gonna start off 0 and two. Um Bama starts off two and oh, just kinda get rolling. Uh, I think that experience against uh the good competition is what maybe sets Alabama apart from South Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to take Baba too. Um, I think the students will be back. I think I'll start classes the next day. Is that right? Yeah. Start, yeah. So st- um, the Coleman should be pretty full, um, and I just think Bama's the better team. All right. Next, we have Texas A&M. Texas A&M is 9-4. They are going to Auburn and Neville Arena. Auburn's 10-2. Um, 8 p.m. ESPN game. Uh, as You know, I kind of want to go A&M just because A&M's had Auburn's number. If it and definitely if it was at AM, I probably I probably would take AM. But I just think um students will be back just like Alabama. I think the atmosphere will help boost our team. So I'm gonna take Auburn to win. Yeah. Um uh, I'm right there with you. You know, obviously the only the only Auburn game I've watched this year was um bits and pieces of USC. Um and that was a one o'clock game on a Sunday. So um I think Auburn's a really tough place to play, and I think uh, it'll be the toughest place that A&M's played so far. So I'm going to take Auburn to win. All right. Next one's – I'm going to call it a little bit of a dud. Um, <laughs> Vanderbilt 8-5 and five at LSU. Um, sorry, Vanderbilt 5-8 and eight at LSU, who is 8-5. and five. It's the 8 p.m. SC Network game. Um, can't imagine many people are going to be tuning into this one, unfortunately. Um, I don't think – I just think I'm going to take the home team. Give me LSU. Yeah, no, it's going to be very fortunate for them to not have to turn into this game. Um, I think LSU is going to win the better of the two worst teams. So, uh, go Tigers. All right, and so uh, that's it for Tuesday's games. Uh, Wednesday, we have number five, Tennessee, who is 10-3 going to start to play in Mississippi State, uh, who's 11-2, 6 p.m. tip. Um, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Um just I think there may be a reason they're in that rank number five. Uh, even with Tolu Smith coming back, I still think Tennessee is going to take care of business at the hump. Um, yeah, I'm right there. I'm going to take Tennessee. Um, I think this one's going to be close, though. I think Tennessee is going to pull out um, a close one. Yeah, I definitely can see it being close for sure. All right, so the next game is Florida, who is 10-3 and um, at number 22 Ole Miss, who is undefeated at 13-0. and um, Who do you have, Wells? I'm going to take Ole Miss. Um, or sorry, I'm going to take Florida. I'm going to take Florida. Uh, just like we talked about earlier, I think Ole Miss is a little fraudulent. Um, and I just think Florida, I, one of these teams is going to start off 0-2 in conference play. Um, you, th- I think it's going to be Ole Miss. Um, I just like I just like Florida's chances. I just don't think, what did they call that, the um, 
the pavilion, that tough a place to play. Um, so I'm going to take Florida. I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Um, maybe a little bounce back from getting embarrassed at Tennessee is what we think is going to happen. But um, beat a good uh, Memphis team at home. So I think they can kind of play well at home. And I think Chris Beard will have them ready. So I'm going to go with Ole Miss. All right. Final game of, I guess you want to call it week one. I guess you can call it week one um, of this episode is Arkansas 9-4 and four at UGA. Um, UGA is uh, Arkansas is nine and four. Georgia is ten and three. Um, I think it's important to note this game is a nine o'clock tip for Eastern time. Um, you know, poor students, poor students. Um, especially got that eight a.m. the next day. Um, but it's the eight p.m. ESPNU game. Um, I really don't see no drama. I think Arkansas is gonna beat Georgia. I mean, that's just what it is. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think Arkansas is gonna win, but I think Georgia is gonna keep it close at least in the first half. Um, Georgia's not. I think Georgia's just as. I think they're just like awful, but I think they're gonna want to defend home court and have a little pride about playing for the University of Georgia. So, um, but I think Arkansas ultimately wins. Yep. Um, I guess that concludes um the game. This podcast we're gonna talk about this week. Um, I guess we're gonna try and do one of these every week. Yeah. Um, we will have one more football podcast releasing before. Uh, the national championship games Monday night, so probably maybe Saturday or Sunday, Jacob. Yeah, something somewhere around that. Maybe see it Monday morning. Who knows? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I guess that about wraps it up. Yeah, that's that wraps it up for uh, episode or season two, episode one of It Just Means Less. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next week.